When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, 21 minutes past all. Group 1 Racing uh, continues to uh, return to the landscape of punters all over Australia. And we've got the time-honored lightning stakes uh, in front of us tomorrow and the Super Mare. Uh, along with a couple of other handy types, uh, we'll be back, saddled up and ready to go. And as I said to you before the break, mm. when we want to have a quick chat about racing in the sport of Kings, there's only one man to speak to, and that's Gareth Hall from SEN Track. And the great man has been good enough to join us. Uh, G Banger, how are you, mate? <laughs> G'day, Andy. Gazy, great to be with you. Yeah, it's a big day of racing at Flemington tomorrow. And I was watching a doco on Black Caviar, and oh. she was perfect. She never lost a race. And when you think about the great athletes of the modern era um all the greats they lost one game or Brazen didn't even <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't average 100 but she was perfect in every way like caviar and um i think she's the greatest the, the greatest that i've seen i'll put her in front of weeks so, so um, she was a mighty galloper so i was watching oh yeah as you do i don't know whether you're like this but I was sitting down in front of the telly the other day having my breakfast and racing.com had when they just roll back yep. through the replays of these great races it was yeah. the lightning stakes, and it was one after the other, and it's magnificent. Watching her, the way, the effortless way she could put two and three links on a field was a joke. I mean, it was just ridiculous how easily she could do it. But I tell you what, if she wasn't around, if there was black caviar had never been born, we might have been yeah. talking about Haylist a whole lot differently. Yeah, I totally agree. He was the great bridesmaid, wasn't he? Um, he ran some mighty races, and it was all over the country. He even tried to get away from her, and he went up to Brisbane um, when she took out that Group 1 sprint race there, and uh, he ran a brave second. So he could have been anything. He would have been one of the greats, I would imagine, if like Caviar wasn't around. But um, unfortunately for him, he was, and or she was. And, um, yeah, she was a remarkable athlete. And you know what she amazed me about watching the doco once again is that she did it under a lot of um, pressure in a way from... She wasn't a perfectly sound horse. So um, Peter Moody did a wonderful job in managing her and she had to overcome a lot of obstacles physically because of her makeup. So um, she was tough and resilient and she had a big heart and that desire to win was second to none. And, um, yeah, she was one in a million. So we get to see Imperatrice, you know, the boom sprinter, arguably as good a spinner, spinner as there is on the planet at the moment, make her return to racing. At the end of, I mean, have you got her down as, you know, the horse to beat in this race tomorrow? I mean, is she, is she unbeatable? I don't think she's unbeatable. This is a, an interesting one. Talking about Black Caviar, she was amazing because she would butter up and do it each and every preparation. Now, Imperatrice has got to do that. She was superb all of last year, I think, in the autumn, but especially in the spring when she was unbeaten. 
her run in that champion sprint at the end of the carnival at Flemington uh, was remarkable. She did it at both ends. Horses don't do what she did that day. And she was able to hold off Bunis Notchus, she's a very good horse. But she opened up her lungs at the start, um, which, is easy, which, is, which isn't easy to do. And Nature's Trip, for instance, couldn't really do what she did there at Flemington last start. But she hasn't really... Her trial was underwhelming for mine. And I asked Kira Mar and Giddy up, the master trainer, and he said he wasn't really impressed as, as well. Oh, so um, that's the big question, Mark. But Mark Walker, we had him on Giddy Up, and he says, well, I'm happy with her. She worked nicely at Mooney Valley on Monday, and we wouldn't place her, or we wouldn't run her if we didn't think she was right to go. But, you know, she, mm. she's short. I don't know if I could take a dollar eighty. If she does mm. what she did last spring, she'll win and win easily. Um, but that's a big question, Mark. Hey, G-Banger, I got it from a uh, very, very reliable source, yes. someone that's right in, in, in some really good form, and said, listen, yep. Imperatrix, that's the lay of the day. What? The lay of the day. That's yeah. And what you've got to get around is uh, Bella Nipotina. Bella Nipotina, it's going to cause the boil over, and you just need to load up. Is that some uh, sound advice? We're gambling responsibly, Gazy, but your mail's been a little bit... I don't know how it is. Well, your mail's been not the greatest since uh, I've known you. And even when we give you good wow. mail, you probably go off to Morfordville because they're racing there tomorrow <laughs> instead of Flemington. <laughs> your, um, your form's been a little questionable as well, oh, just hello, by the way. Hello. Bella Dipatina, she's a chance like... She drew the wrong side of the track when they met last spring in that champion sprint. And you wouldn't want it, You didn't want to be on the inside. So Craig Williams had to take her all the way back to last, give up three or four lengths, and then he flashed out wide to finish fifth. She's got a good record first up. She tried right. better than Imperatrice. We know that. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk you out of that, Gazy. Okay. Each way five. Where, I'm liking where, it. Where else, as you look through these sort of stacked uh, form guides, particularly in Melbourne and Sydney tomorrow, the Apollo, the, the Expressway, the Light Fingers, there's some fantastic racing in Sydney. Yeah. Sydney. Where, where, is, uh, where else is your eye sort of being drawn to as you look at these fantastic fields? You know, if you gave me $100, Andy, um, I would probably go. I would go Switzerland into a dollar seventy-five. I had a quick chat to J Mac, and he rode the favourite for the Golden Slipper and Storm Boy yesterday. So he's a remarkable horse. But geez, he's excited about Switzerland. Oh, hello. He's into a dollar seventy-five now, so we don't get too much value there. This is in Sydney. Yeah. Boy, I'm keen on a galloper called Alentia. She goes around in race six, horse five. She's into two forty now, so she's been heavily supported. At Flemington, um, in the tab vanity, I want to play a couple of horses here. I think French Endeavour at $16, race six, number six, will run a big race there. Uh. Um, and if Molly Nickers can get a little a bit great, of luck. What a great, yeah, just what by the way, what a great name that is for a racehorse. Yeah. <laughs> Molly Nickers, what a and, name. And she's, and she's very good. And I think King Colorado will be hard to beat in the Sears Hay Stakes, named after the great Colin Hayes. He was mighty first up. Um, he'll be better for the Australian Cup, but I think second up to the 1,400 metres, that looks a nice race for him. Um, apart from that, it's a, it's one of those tough programs at Flemington and also at Randwick. And I think Bunez not just will win the Expressway at Randwick as well. So um, he looks just like to be a class above his rivals there. Who's going to be the star of the, um, who's going to be the, star of the autumn for you? Ooh, it's a tough one. I think there's always a few horses that can put their hand up and say, hey, um, um, I'm the new king or queen of, of racing. 
Yeah, I think this Storm boy's one yeah, out of the box. Yeah, he, was, yeah I, he won the Magic Millions. He tried like a, a jet yesterday at Rose Hill. I think he'll win the slipper. And then he'll be hard to beat some of the other races at Group 1 level throughout the spring. And don't forget, if he keeps on winning, Cornwall purchased him for a big price. I think it's a $10 million bonus um, if he wins the slipper and another $15 million if he wins all of those big three Group 1s during the Sydney spring. Um, Sydney Autumn, I should say, in the two-year-old races. So, um, yeah, it could be a big payday for those owners. It's better um, than I think. It's just, yeah, it's better than buying a ticket in uh, Tatslotto. This sort of stuff, just uh, yeah, go, well, go like buy a racehorse. Lucky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what? This this horse was Gay couldn't sell him. He was one of the last horses that they sold at the start of probably this time last year at the yearling sales. He was purchased at the Magic Million sale. So, Gay doing what only Gay could, put that horse on the float. She travelled it to Penrith from their Randwick stables. She got the horse out with another one. She was talking to some business people around the Penrith area. She walked the horse around the beer garden in this Penrith pub and said, you've got to buy this horse, guys. And then a group of mates bought um, a percentage of it, um, of Storm Boy, and the the rest is history. So you you go to the pub, you listen to Gay, you have a couple of beers, farmer. And then you buy a horse and you turn into a millionaire. Why didn't she walk into the term? Why didn't she walk into the terminus when I was up there for the local steak night on a Tuesday night when we're up there? What a pub. Penrith is a pretty busy suburb in Sydney as well. To allow a gay to pull up with a horse (laughs) and have two horses just walking in the back. She's the queen. um, She can do whatever she wants. She she can do whatever she wants. Uh, You're a good man. Hang on, hang on. Just before we let you go. um, Yes, Gazy. Third person congratulator of the the year awards. It's early days and you've come out of the blocks pretty solid. This is the Saturday morning show. Um, Have you... How's your form? Are you, you know, you, you're feeling confident about yourself and the way you're going it's about very, it? I, sometimes I play up to it a little bit. You know, I'm a very <laughs> modest person. There's a lot of bigger egos in, in that, that right, organisation than me. But, but the problem that I've got is that mm. my producer, Jackson France, is a terrific young kid. He used to produce off the bench. And so my producer, and he didn't really listen to any other show, so... Whatever I did or yeah. the stuff up that I did, I got, like I've got called out for it. So Jules right. the looks after you two because I listen to you a lot. And it's fair to say, it's fair to, it's fair to say, you do a lot more third-person type of work than I've ever done, really. Yes. <laughs> Very good point. Mate, no. actually. You know, no. Gaze, Gazy does it, though, Gareth. He, there's a little no, secret. Yeah. He does it deliberately. I do the other he, stuff. He wants to get uh, identified for <laughs> yeah. Hutchie and Pickers' show, and he'll turn yeah. up on a Monday morning, and he's and he'll, he'll, he'll bitch and moan for about 10 minutes. Why didn't they get me in there? Why wasn't I in the Richies? Why aren't I in that? <laughs> Yeah. And uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I don't know if Jules is lazy. This is Jules the stoop. Or, no, um, you guys get upset because they know tell he me is. sometimes you get upset with the digital team if you say something you didn't mean to say. And they <laughs> that yeah, that happens all the time, mate. We don't mind going no, under. You should see him go upstairs when something pops up on sen.com.au that's been <laughs> yeah, no. slightly taken out of no. context. Bang! You've never seen a bloke get to, going to, under. to the fifth floor as quickly as you have. And on the Saturday show, when it's your own words, I don't mind that. But when they start yeah. making crap.
wrap up. That's what really gets you going. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't think you've got a very good defence to say, say, well, you said it, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, <laughs> uh, um, mate, thanks. As always, you're always, uh, you're, always, uh, you're always good with your time, mate. We appreciate it enormously. Thanks, so. Have a oh, great weekend. What was my nickname at the start? G-Banger. 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 Yeah, it's a great nickname. <laughs> Because you're uh, you're always bang on, and you know you're the G man, the G man, the G banger. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, good man. Yeah. Have, a, have a great day. <laughs> you too. Have a great weekend, Gareth Hall, aka the G banger. We're going to get to the news from one superstar to another. Claudia Hollingsworth is going to join us. Uh, I don't want to say too much, but I don't want to say too much. Mm. But she might just be the next big thing in Australian uh, athletics. So we'll, we'll uh, catch up with her after a spectacular performance Lakeside yesterday. After this.